the DC experiment. Welcome back to the DC experiment. My name is Dennis. And I'm Caleb. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing. I just I just read a really funny and totally inappropriate joke that I cannot read on the podcast. Oh it's, no. It's just not it's not okay. Well uh, I was trying to look for a dad joke for today and this was not one to But you got one. Share. You you yeah, got one. Yeah, yeah. It's it, we'll have to save it for later. So stick around, people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, how are you doing? How's your week going so far? My week's going well. Uh, yeah, happy Wednesday. Glad you're here. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for allowing me into your house and yeah. the bunker. Yeah, or into your vehicular or your cellular telephone oh, yeah, device. I'm talking to our listeners. Yeah, thank you too, listeners. For... Oh, you were saying thank you to me. Yes, I was. Oh, Because gotcha. you're right here in front of me. Oh, nice. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you for bringing me coffee this morning. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday you bring me coffee. Coffee. And it's so... Nice. Uh, otherwise, if I'd be sitting outside your house in the cold. Yeah, I wouldn't let you in. Right. I'd be like, where's my coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Bring it to me. No, I was. I did some uh, little research, and I, and I didn't print it out, and I should have printed, printed it out so that I can speak with actual fact here. Yeah. Instead of making it up, but I'm really close, so I'm just going to go ahead and share it. Okay. During week one of Ronald Reagan's presidency, he signed one executive order. Oh, we're going there. Okay. During week one of Bush, it was either one or two. Mm. During Clinton, it was like three. Mm. During the next Bush, it was like four. Three or four. Within the first week. Within the first week. During Obama, or Obama it was like four. Hmm. Really consistent. And during like Trump's, it was like four. Really? I would have expected that to gone up a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And like I said, the numbers aren't one hundred percent accurate. Okay. But I know the last number to be true. During the first week of Biden, mm. thirty executive orders. Thirty executive orders. Well, in, in the first week. In my for like, seven days. Limited, uneducated understanding, as we've talked in previous podcasts, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't watch the news. Um. Many of those executive orders were undoing yes. things that, that former President Trump yeah. uh, did well, in his I'm last sa- days in office. Right, right, right. Well, like I'm saying, like I'm sure Trump had a ton of executive or- orders during his presidency. So did Obama, more yeah. than any the other. Last, and the I don't last know if few Trump, presidents. Yeah, exactly. Like I, like I remember them saying during the term, mm-hmm. you know, eight years of Obama, he had more executive orders than any other past president. Right. And I think Trump may have... <laughs> equal that in four years in four years yeah you know yeah and then well, but, see, but i'm saying here's biden within yeah one week 30 30 well see i think that's honest. but that's the problem with executive orders they can be overchanged if you run it through congress and the senate it becomes the law well that's the problem and then see. you have to go through them to undo it an executive order is something the president writes for the executive branch of government to do, right? right? The president doesn't write laws. The president doesn't... The, those executive, quote, orders are not things that the general public or the Congress or the judicial branch has to abide by because they're not directed 
he, there's no authority right. to direct those things to those Because that's what the three branches, branches of, of government, government are right. for, is to balance each other out. Right. You can't just have one branch of government turn into a dictator right. and say, we have to do all these things. Yeah, so if there's a legal issue, and, and uh, you know, the, the, yeah, anyway, I, I have been against the, the use of executive orders to write legislation. Mm-hmm. For a long, long, long time, it's not a, a recent thing or a current thing. And, I've, and and yes, Republicans and Democrats on both sides are uh, guilty. Yeah, and why does nobody care about spending anymore? <laughs> like, like even on the Republican side, yeah, there used to be those fiscal conservatives, right? That would like be like, hey, we've got to get our budget uh, under control. Yeah. Um, but now it's just it kind of happened with Bush, dude. Uh, the second Bush, he yeah. he spent a ton. Oh, yeah. And then they're just like, yeah. What happened to smaller government and less spending? Well, that went out the window. That's less important to people these days because um, they want their agenda well, passed through. If you want your free stuff then somebody's got to pay for it. I know, but it feels like a, a takeover, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. It, it feels like, okay, I'm in power, and here's 30 executive orders, I'm canceling this, and mm-hmm. then we're changing this and doing this. Yeah. So, like, what about half of the people that voted for Trump? Right. What about them? What about them? Doesn't matter. No, they don't count. I'm not representing them at yeah, all. Yeah. And he says, I will work hard for you. I'm going to work hard on doing everything that you voted for yep. the first time. And put in, and, and because we voted for Trump, mm-hmm. like all these 84 or these 75 million people mm-hmm. voted for Trump, so they wanted those things. Yep. But those people don't count anymore. They don't. They need to sit down, shut up, and toe the line. And toe the line. Yep. And that's how it works. That's American politics these days. That's so sad. Brought to you by whoever lobbyists bought right. this politician. Right. And a lot of people are upset about the Keystone Pipeline. You know, there's a lot of jobs, a lot lost of jobs within the first week. Even of the other countries. Biden president. Did you hear that Canada? Yeah, yeah Canada ticked, ticked off. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> they're, they're like pissed. They're like, "What? We had everything in place. We had all these workers. Um, we were moving forward." Yeah, totally. Uh, you didn't cons- uh, You didn't come talk to us about it. Nope. He just decided. Bam! Like a dictator. Yep. Yes, sir. That is it, and that's the thing. It's it's really and say what you will, but when you step back and just look, and like if you didn't know what was going on, and you were just like kind of like a fly on the wall, and you're peeking, and you see the Capitol with twenty thousand troops, yeah, at the inauguration, that looks like a takeover. It did, didn't it? And that, that looks crazy. Looked like a military takeover. Yeah. And then you've got these executive orders, and it's like heck with everybody else. We're pushing. We're ramrodding this all through. Yep. And then if they really wanted unity, or if Biden really wanted unity, I think he would be like, you know, let's stop this impeachment nonsense. He's already gone. Let's not. They're bringing those articles to the Senate. Yeah, they're still doing it. They're still doing it. That's like they're going like through the entire process, trying to fire somebody who's already left a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Constitution is removed from office. He's already been removed. He's already out. He got voted out. Yeah. Whether you know you think the election was fraudulent or not, we're proceeding as if it was not, and so he's out. Right. 
they just don't want him back. That's all. They're scared. Well, yeah, that's the thing is I think if you get officially impeached, because people are like, he's been impeached twice. No. No, no he yeah. hasn't. He, the, the Articles of impeachment have been drawn against the him. The Congress decided that yeah. they passed the impeachment, now it mm. goes to the Senate. Right. Yeah, he hasn't actually been impeached. Right, and then once they vote on it, if it goes through mm. and they say yes mm. and do it, then he's impeached. Right. Because you got both branches of government agreeing. Yep. And that's official. That it is. Both times it that's, has not been official. That's how it works. But the, yeah, and this But they don't tell people that's how it works. No. They're just they just use the term he's been impeached. Right. And he yeah, and he's not. He's been impeached in one branch of government. Right. But it has to go through two to be official. Right. But that doesn't matter. Nope. They just use the terms. Right. And they don't explain to the American public. No. And no. and that's that is the problem right there, my friend. Mm-hmm. Is much of the public when the American public doesn't know any better either yeah and that's a problem whether you want to call it our school system or the way we teach civics and how our government works and how our country works there are too many people who don't know and don't care and well yeah they don't care i don't know if they don't care because they don't know or they don't know because they don't care i'm not sure which one or of they don't know what they don't know chicken of the egg things there but right there there are there's there's way too much ignorance out there as far as the way the government is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. And so people get duped by the media or by the government themselves. Yeah. And then they say, well, we have authority to do this. And we just kind of redefine terms. Or we, we say that this means this and it really doesn't. So it's almost like another gaslighting thing. Yeah, we're not doing anything over here. Right. Are you starting to feel uh, shame? Shame for what? Being white. No. Oh, okay. I, how can I feel shame for something I had no control over? Well, I'm starting to fall into one of two categories. Either a domestic terrorist or a shamed white person who just has all this guilt just about being white. Do you feel ashamed? Uh, no, but Good. I know that our ancestors did some really crappy stuff. Mine didn't. Uh, well, I'm pretty yeah. sure yours didn't either. We've talked about this on a previous episode. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, right? Well, yeah, it absolutely matters. Well, that's what they say. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter to them. Right. Whoever they because are. Because we're white and the white people were all a part of, uh, uh, was it, oppressing yeah. the oh, oppressing. Native Americans? A- a- everyone. Yeah. White people well, have oppressed You can go back. Yeah, exactly. You can go back to the English oppressing the, Scot- the Scottish people. Yeah. You know? All that stuff. Right. You know. When does it end? When in, does it stop? Imperialistic right. England. Mm-hmm. And then... America and imperialism hasn't been very much better. Did you hear that we're, um, Biden sent a convoy into Syria? I did not. Yeah, that happened in the first week. A convoy of troops? Yes. Into Syria? Yeah. Wow. So it's just like we've been pulled out of all these little wars, and he's bringing, Trump was bringing troops home. Yeah. And then Biden's like, no, you're going right back in. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, you know. It's kind of a bummer. Anyways, there's this whole white shaming thing, you know, like your ancestors. You know, the truth is my my ancestors didn't come over until uh, the, I have obviously two sets of ancestors on my mom's side and my dad's side. On my mom's side, mm-hmm. my great, great, yeah, it's too great, grandfather ran away from a fort of like a tree fort? No, of white. It was it was white settlers. <laughs> Sorry, settlers. 
He ran away when he was a boy. Okay. And he actually was adopted by the Shoshone Indians. Wow. And he was raised wow. by the Shoshone Indians. And he became blood brothers to Chief Washakie. Huh. And then at, when he became an adult, he rode in the Pony Express. And then, and then he brought settlers into the town of Wilson, Wyoming. Hmm. Right? Wilson. Yeah. Wilson. I was going to go there. but I'm sorry, Wilson. I'm sorry. <laughs> Back to your story. Anyways, um, nothing to do with slavery, nothing to do with oppressing. Now, he settled, right? So maybe he took over. I don't... But he yeah, the, the he night. was a blood brother to Chief Washington. He didn't fight the Native Americans. No. He lived with them. Yeah. And he didn't take over anything, but I guess if you could say they owned all the land beforehand. Yeah. Well, I, I think Native American tribes would go. They didn't own any land. They right. care took it. Right. Right. I mean, taking care of stuff. And, and that's honestly, here we go. You know, side, and then the side rant side, is that we yeah. should be doing that, right? I agree. You know, I'm not against property ownership. I'm really not. But if we look at it as if we're caretaking this planet that we're on, right? We're 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 being good stewards of it. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a better job than if I own it. Well, I agree with you because you can't take any of it with you. Right. You don't own anything on this planet. Nothing. You can't take any of it with you. And the, to think that you own a patch of Earth now. That's that's a philosophy that did come from the founding fathers because in their original draft of the Constitution, mm-hmm. it said life, liberty, and the pursuit of property. Or just, yeah, life, liberty, and property, yeah. Because they couldn't get mm-hmm. property or couldn't own their own land in England. Right. It was all owned by the king. Yeah, the king or the royalty. Right, so they couldn't have their own chunk of land that mm-hmm. they could have their own. That's That's kind of where the term is, your home is your castle. Yep. Because they wanted to establish, no, this is my land. I ha- it has sovereignty. You know, you can't take it. Right. So that's interesting where that comes yeah. from. But they changed that. Now you're, you're just a renter because yeah. if you don't pay taxes on your land, they'll they'll take it back, even if you pay for it. Yeah. So you still don't own anything anymore. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, I'm not against property so we're ownership. we're just going way off. And yeah. the other set side on my rent. father's side came over during the uh, late 1800s. Um, mm-hmm. as immigrants yeah. uh, over in the New York area and then came up through Missouri and over. Like they had nothing to do with the Civil War, nothing to do with anything. They came over all after the fact, but it doesn't matter. Is late 1800s? Yeah. In, in New York and then Missouri? Yeah. Were they Mormons? I'm just curious. One set of them was. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Yeah, because that's, that's kind of the, the history of that. Yeah. Went from like New York area to Missouri area to out west. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were called the uh, uh, Micks, McDougals. Huh. And they got made fun of Good Scottish because folk. the Mick was made, it was a derogatory term. Mick, yeah. Yeah. You makes know? sense. Yeah. And so they dropped that and changed their name and, uh, and came up, but it had absolutely nothing to do with, you know, yeah. the Civil War, right, anything right. like that. Anyways. Um, and then, like, but do you feel shame because of that? No, I and don't feel any good. shame. But they tell you you're supposed to feel well, shame. Tell them to and, shut up and, and sit down. This whole white privilege thing, like life is I, easier because you're white. Yeah, shut the, up. The thing is, dude, uh, we grew up. Life is hard. Everybody. Yeah, life is hard. Life is hard. I don't we, care what color your skin tone. Exactly. Is. We grew up with my dad 
uh, barely making ends meet sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah, same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, I remember uh, shopping at the Goodwill. Not that anything's wrong with that. And my dad would make sure we had boots, but he had these old raggedy boots and gave himself frostbite because he was yeah. working out in the snowfields. Man, I have had my share of government cheese. You know exactly. You know, and then and then and, and I'm not ashamed of that. I'm just right. saying, there's nothing the, to be ashamed of. The system is about. there for a reason, right? If you need it, but it's not like I was handed a silver platter of any kind, right? Right. Yeah. And then and then I started working when I was like 15, 16 at a grocery store, yep. and then um, I didn't finish college, yeah. right? And then I started kind of getting into the security business installing alarm systems yeah you, you trained yourself how to do that yeah and then i started uh reading and taking certifications on fire alarm stuff yep. none of that had a single ounce or iota to do with i had to work tone. for every one of those yeah i had to take those tests yeah. i had to read and study and i did a lot of it just like sitting at home mm-hmm. not in a in a right. college not in anything where people are like oh you're white come on in you know i didn't have any advantage I just yep. worked for it. Yep. I agree. And then and then I saved my money. Mm-hmm. I didn't spend it all on stupid stuff. Right. I saved some money, and then I bought a little tiny house. Yep. I remember. Down payment. And then I started working on that house. I worked on it and put new floors in it, mm-hmm. painted it, made it nice. And then in like five years, I doubled my money. Yeah. Because I so, because the property of the value or the value of the property went up. Yep, it's good stuff. You know what I mean? Like I had no breaks. Right. Like obviously I'm very blessed. That's Ooh, yeah. where I feel like to live in the place that you live. Right? Exactly. And God has blessed and, me, and I don't want to take anything away from God and say, "Oh, I did everything." For you to not I feel like be God has blessed me. Discriminated I, against based upon your color. Right. right. There is that. Right. We do have. And so, because there is there is that that has existed in our world, in our country, in our society. And won't that always exist? I believe it will. I don't think that we're No matter what color you are, I yeah. think it's going to exist no matter where you go. In yeah. the world, there because are always some type people of... People suck. Yeah. People are do. about groups. Yeah. People want to be in their own clique. Yeah. And it's, it's dumb, but it is human nature. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's something that we're ever going to get away from, some pie-in-the-sky dream of utopian, you know, everybody's the same and everybody feels the same way about each other and we all love. And, right. If you look you at know. those weird sci-fi movies where they all wear the same clothes <laughs> and they all come out of their little pods at the same time, yeah. like they just want to make us all into little same robots. Who are they, by the way? Oh, the elites, <laughs> the globalists. <laughs> global, global. Global, global, global. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Let's right? take a break, man. It's been like almost 20 minutes. So we actually took a break there. A little bit. Because didn't you just tell me about not sponsoring? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen oh, okay. with uh, Anchor. We'll have to look at that. We still put our commercial in there, though? If we have a commercial, we'll see. It, okay. it may not even let us put it in there because we don't have any other sponsorships. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Be like, you don't have any active sponsors. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Huh. Well, anyway, we're talking about the economy and stuff like that, and I just was, you know, this it's it it really it reaches a whole lot of levels. You know, my my I have a, a friend who's a farmer. You know, we get these stimulus checks and stuff mm-hmm. that were coming out, right? He used a stimulus check to buy baby chickens. Mm. He got his money for nothing and his chicks for free. <laughs> oh, 
speaking of farmers, yeah, guess who's the largest landowner of farmland in the United States right now? Um, he's been buying them up. He oh, it's a he, and he's been um purchasing a ton of farmland, and now he's officially the largest farmland owner. Soros in the United States. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. It was on the really interwebs. On was, the news. I was I would have guessed some something to do with Guess him. what else Bill Gates is into? Uh Monsanto? GMO. Yeah, Monsanto. Yeah. Genetically modified <laughs> crops. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he's that. buying up all the farmland and he's gonna start producing GMO crops. And he's gonna be like, Here you go, people, eat this genetically modified food. Yeah. That we've mass produced on an incredible crazy level. <clears throat> And now you can get cancer and die. I understand that. You can get cancer and die from anything, though. That's true. Really? That's true. You have too much of it. Everything. Or not enough of it. Everything gives you cancer. Yeah. Moderation, people. Yeah. Moderation. Yeah. Now it's time for... You, you know Haven't done a universal truth in a while. We have not, but this is a good one. Um... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so forced. <laughs> no. Here we go. Let's forced. Do it. Let's do it. Right. Um, universal truth. <sighs> crunchy peanut butter is not 100% crunchy. No. Because that would be nuts. Good for you. Good. <clears throat> that was great. It's a universal truth, though. It is a universal That's truth. I thought I would share it with the Do you like crunchier or do you like... I'm a creamy peanut butter creamy. guy. I'm not a crunchy peanut butter. I mean, not that I don't mind. I'll eat crunchy peanut butter because I don't mind peanuts. Um, Did you hear about the teacher who was cross-eyed? I thought you were talking about peanuts for a second. Um, you have to really enunciate, announce, pronounce, because it sounded like you said penis. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Peanuts. 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 Nuts. You got to hit the T on there. Concert pianist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She couldn't control her Uh. pupils. (laughs) That's funny. There you go. Cross-eyed teacher. Cross-eyed teacher. Which one am I looking at? You know, I I worked (laughs) worked at Safeway with a manager. I think his name was Mike. He was kind of a short little dude. And he was... He was kind of dictatory-ish, but he was fairly nice. But he always had one eye that shot off, hey. off to the side. And every time he'd come talk to me, he'd be like, Caleb, and he'd be looking over here. And I'd be like, which which one do I look at? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't tell. There was one that's kind of looking at me, but one shooting off there. I'm like, what How do? How do, a, what do I look at? So I just look at his name tag and be like, okay, Mike. Okay. All right. Had, go do that. My wife and I had a teacher in high school. <laughs> Who did the same thing? <laughs> like, what's had, had a funny what's eye. Ball do I look at? Funny eye. And I got a lazy eye, all right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Ben. It's been, uh, it was hard because, yeah, she, she played softball. He was a softball coach. And uh, she always talked about. Did she point? Like, that would be hilarious. Like, you need to hit the ball over there. And you're like, over there? No, <laughs> over there. Over there? <laughs> Where are you looking? I can't tell. He pointed in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are you looking? Are you talking to me? Yeah, exactly. I hear you. Hey you, come here. Which one? Who? You. <laughs> Are you what? Dad, that's terrible. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, anyways, we're oh. headed to Missoula today. You are. You and your yeah, family. Yeah. Me and my family. We're right. taking a couple days off. Heading to Missoula. If you heard the podcast from this past Sunday, yeah. which, by the way, I think was one of our best episodes ever, dude. But 
you talked why about. Why we are not like the number one. I don't know why Joe Rogan probably, isn't calling us. Probably because of today. <laughs> yeah, today's <laughs> been one, a little sucky. Been, but that's okay. Um, we have good days and we have bad yeah, days, Yeah, we do. If Joe Rogan or uh, Adam Carolla is not calling us oh my. and being like, dude, we need to do some FaceTime and some Zoom. We want to have you guys on because you guys are amazing and your podcast is great. Maybe we should have them on. Yeah, Would it be easier if we had them on no, our show? No, they're untouchable. They're so above uh, us. Above. Oh, please. Dennis, please. they're like up here. And they, we're, just have, they just have people. We're down here. That's all it is. is and you try to people. reach out to them, there's like, you have to go through a dozen people to even look at them. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so there's just like, how's that song go? world are you singing have you heard that one she's so high above me oh that one yes <laughs> that's where i do remember that there's one. they're so high above us oh, okay you could just insert the song there they're so high wow that's i'm trying to remember who did that <laughs> and they just shred it high above me she's so lovely yeah, you know, I heard I, that I know like a thousand song. times when I worked oh at Safeway. Gosh, yeah, it was on the that was thing. in the and so was the 90s? so was uh, what what's that Annie Lennox one? Um, there's an Annie Lennox song that played like a thousand times every day. I don't, I don't listen to Annie Lennox. Yeah, I don't either. But I was forced to working at Safeway. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> I think it was so, like White so Face. Is, it, is it White Face or know. Pale Face? I don't know. So you're going uh, white, to Missoula. White, oh, shit, whiter shade of pale or something like that. Okay. Do you remember I, that? No, Annie Lennox I song? don't. Oh, it's terrible. Missoula. Yep. Talk to me. Jonathan, check up. Yeah. Before they schedule surgery. Is your poop in a group? Yeah. Yeah. We've you packed. You got yourself together? Mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Yeah, I think so. Do you need anything? I don't think so. Prayer? Yeah, probably. Okay. Prayer right. would be good. All right, listeners, pray for Caleb. Yep. Pray for my son. That he holds it together. And Pray then, for Jonathan. Yeah, because I always struggle with a little bit of yeah. anxiety. I know. And then if I don't handle that well, the anxiety will turn into a little bit of anger. Yep. And out of controlness feeling. Yep. Which I hate. I hear you. And then, um, you know, and then I'm just douchey to everybody. So quit it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Bob Newhart. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Stop it. Well, just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> well, stop feeling that way. Okay. That's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> just stop it. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, huh? yeah. So, anyways, pray for us that was safe travels and then good. Um, probably surgery is inevitable. I almost guarantee it. But um, surgery will probably be in a month, month and a half. We don't know. Hmm. I haven't got this the date yet. This is the final exam before surgery is scheduled. Wow. So. Okay. Yep. Anything I could pray for you about, my brother? Uh. You good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Doing we all need prayer, though. Well, sure. You know. Yeah, you're not Mr. Perfect over there. Oh, heck no. On the eight degree sunrise, Please. I could break your neck with my pinky. Well, that's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> point is, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, it's, it's, Stuff at home is doing pretty well these last few weeks, and uh, studio is doing okay. And yeah, good. Yeah, I don't know. Just it's getting busy. You know, things are actually picking up at studio significantly. We had a buddy week called a buddy week last week, where kids can bring a buddy to it, and we had eighty-five. 
Dude. buddies come to class last week, which wow. is incredible. Probably the best buddy week that we have ever had ever in the history of the studio. And nice. So, Good yeah. for you. That's yeah. huge. So now there's just a whole bunch of folks to follow up with. Call them. And, well, yeah. Give them some good deals. Be like, you do this for the first two months, you get it like half off. And then if you stick with us, yeah. then then we double it. Well, we'll talk about that off air. There you go. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you have yourself a great week. Yeah. Good luck in Missoula. I'll let you know how it goes. We'll Please, be back yeah. tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, you will be back. Yeah, I'll be tomorrow. back tomorrow. Not know? on the podcast, but say, you know, physically back. back in my home. We'll be back Sunday. Yes, we will. With episode 90. Eight. 98. 98. So close, dude. I know. Season two. Next Wednesday will be 99. Dude, we're getting there. We're going to hit, we got to do something for 100. Something, something fun. Hey, we're going to have to like go out to eat someplace real nice. Send us. I'm talking like someplace real fancy. <laughs> sit down place. Sit down place. Like Applebee's or oh, something. That'd be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Golden Corral. <laughs> it's like Talladega Nights. Yeah. Right? I'm talking like Applebee's. Mm. Mm. So, listeners, I'm curious. What? specially thing would you like us to do for our 100th episode? Send us an email. Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe you post something on Instagram. I don't know. I don't know. How, how do people call it, do, respond or tell us things on Instagram? Do they even do that or do they just look at our stuff? They just look at our stuff, but they can respond on they Instagram. They can respond? Okay. So if you can if leave comments on Instagram. You can also email us. on the gram, yeah. Or, or yeah, email us. That's kind of the best way. You can go or to go our to, website. Yeah, website, leave a the comment. DCXP.com. Dot com. Yep. Do all those things. Let us know what you want us to do for our 100th episode, if anything special. Or we could just experiment. continue to be us. Yeah, we just wing it. That's what we do. Love you guys. Have a great week.